Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 196 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, live from Experience Conference. Yeah, we do this every week, guys. You can all come. You, you can, can get that all come with to us. just play every week. I'll <laughs> fire up the Blackstone. You guys are all in, right? So we're thrilled that you're here. We're thrilled that you're here every week. And for all of you who are listening, why are you not here? Right? Because right? we're all having a blast. We're all here. A little not. sweaty. <laughs> it's a little balmy <laughs> out. A little, little balmy, a little sultry outside. But uh, we're having fun, right? So today, we're going to talk about three E's that we talk about every week. We want to entertain you, we want to encourage you, and we want to equip you. We are hopeful that you'll take a moment to head over Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a really solid review. We really, really need your help in that. And I am thrilled to have the bigger Rivaderche, Scott Longyear, and the one and only big Yonsei, Jennifer Smale. Wow. <laughs> Full first name. They're happy to see you too, Scott. <laughs> I got all the applause, but I'm I do just think the, I'm just the uh, like I'm the guy that like you invite to the party because you feel guilty, right? He's gonna find out, so just invite him, right? That's the Sorry. way it happens. By the way, nobody, nobody even asked for my permission to use a photo of me that blew up. I guess on like I find out what the rest of the world like. Why is this guy has a complete terrible stage presence? Right? I'm just going to say, if you post it online, it's free game. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So if I happen to find it in your Instagram story, and it's meme-worthy, I'm taking it, and I, your That's posting true. is my permission. Because some people <laughs> might not know that Jen's journey actually to this seat came <laughs> because she was making fun of... Yeah, so we, uh, you may remember Jeremy Van Valkenburg was with us uh, for the first Big Gen G, yeah. that's right, for the first 90 or so episodes, and... and uh, we would get these DMs every week from this lady we didn't know just roasting us for stuff I would mispronounce or stupid things that I thought were popular slang words that weren't popular slang like, words. Like every one. And you. so like we, it started to happen like during recording, we, we would just start dying because we were like, oh, Jen Smale, whoever that is, if that's a real person, she's going to have a field day with this. So It's my spiritual gifting, you guys, okay? <laughs> it really, so really here is. she is. Making fun of strangers, that's what I love to do. Guys, we are so excited to be here at Experience with you. We've got a fantastic uh, rundown for today, man. We are, we've got a lot crammed in here. It's loaded. We're locked and loaded. We're going to be sharing resources with you because we always want to help equip you for ministry. We are going to share some laughs with the ever-popular segment of Prayer Concerns. We've got another new segment that we're dropping in, Anatomy. We just uh, released this segment, introduced it a couple weeks ago, where we kind of take a meme that we've posted and we break it down usually because people said snarky things in the comments, and so we just need to clap back. But we're going to do it in a setting 
that feels more appropriate. So um, that's what we're going to do. We take it to the podcast. We're going to be sliding into the DMs. We're going to take some live questions from you guys. So get your wheels turning because Brian wants to answer every question that you have. So we're going to be doing that. I think that is how it's going to work. But man, we've got a lot in store. It's a lot in store. So before we go any further, can we just have give it up for Planning Center Online? Right? Come on. Planning Center is one of our amazing sponsors. So if you're a worship pastor, you might be thinking, listen, I'm already using services. Why are we talking about Planning Center some more? Well, did you know that with services, you also have access to a free app that is incredibly powerful, and it is called People. Now, with the People app, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow that you can walk them through step-by-step through their application and training process, and then you can automatically get them added to services so that you can get them scheduled. Who doesn't need that? And that's just one of the ways that you can use people. And so give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Amen. Crushed it. Crushed it. Thanks. I get nervous reading in public. So guys, we're (laughs) we're here at Experience Conference. Right? It's been a great yep. couple of days so far. Highlights so far? Man, so, uh, so, I mean, besides this and seeing you and then, you know, being made fun of by Jen, like what else, what else is there? I will tell you this, it's, it's, uh, it's been a highlight because here's what, I, I, didn't, I don't know if I told you what happened uh, last week at church. I started preaching at church. Like, no, okay, so none of my church folks know this, right? So did I tell you this? No. I, so I'm, I'm preaching. I'm in the middle of preaching, and I'm, uh, I'm preaching on spiritual gifts. And three rows, no lie, three rows in the front, this guy looks down, and he's, he sees what he thinks is a rope underneath his foot, oh, no. except it's moving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he reaches down and picks up a live snake. Oh. Yeah. And just yeah. to be clear, you're not that kind of church. I was yeah. like, Scott, no, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know that's what kind of church he had, yeah. Scott. That's right. <laughs> Maybe in Arizona. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm like, wait, is this Wednesday or Sunday? Because usually Wednesday is a snake and snake knife, you know. And so, so he reaches down and picks up. It was a little baby snake, but it was still like, I mean, every time I tell it, it's like, it was, it was like a boa constrictor <laughs> python from the Amazon. But he reaches down and just picks it up and then just just walks it out like a champ. Nobody sees him. And when one of our security detail guys met him at the back, I'm like, what's up? And he's like, bloop. And just like, here's a snake. And I'm like, you are the hero, but I can't tell anybody. I can't, you know, yeah, thanks to Charles for picking up the snake last week. Like, I can't yeah. say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just can't. So, <laughs> so it's been, everything's been uphill since then. <laughs> like, I'm doing great. Wow. No snakes wow. Here. <laughs> so you're, you're speaking Thursday night. I am, yeah. So we need to make a yeah. run to some sort of a store for a rubber snake, right? Oh, front, 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 man. Front, don't, front come on. Don't, don't do that to me, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, Yonsei, yeah. highlights so far. Highlights so far. Honestly, I've gotten to meet so many people. It's been so much fun meeting all of you guys. Well, not all of you, but some of you I've been able to meet, and that's what I love. I love about experiences connecting with, with people, putting faces to the, uh, the Instagram handles. I was laughing with someone yesterday saying, some of you don't use your actual name and your handle, so I'm like, I don't know what your real name is. I know your face, and I know that your baby cheek's 34. Can you tell me your actual name? Unless you want me to call you baby cheeks, I can. So... <laughs> Yeah, meeting people. 
Oh I don't know where that came from. Which would be fantastic. weird. That's like, fantastic. yeah, we probably need to be talk. Really like, <laughs> it's fantastic. What is happening? Oh my gosh. Uh, so I, I will. I've never gotten to sit under Mac Brock in person, and that was a highlight. I mean, you just look at the number of songs that have kind of become a part of church culture that he has been a part of writing. And yeah, man, that was incredible. Man, oh man, what an incredible guy. Um, so we're glad you're all here. Um, how many of you follow us on Instagram? Most of you. If you don't, why not? Right. If not now, <laughs> We're going to walk around with a mic. You're going to tell us why not. Right? <laughs> at Worship Leader Props every, everywhere. Just at Worship Leader Props like, everywhere. Like shame you, is a tactic. Exactly. You say for now, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so. Uh, so, Jen, uh, there was a monumental thing that happened last week. You crested a, a, a landmark. I crested. Right? Yes. A landmark. You, I don't know if I've you, ever crested in my life. So. Did everybody know that Jen was on her 100th episode of Worship Leader Props Podcast? Come on. Come yeah. on. And so uh, Brian came to me, said, hey, we got to do something special for Jen. And we both kind of brainstormed. And we were like, we need something symbolic. We need something that is quantitative of the amount of effort that she's put in. Why am I scared? Um, no, it was great. So we were like, we came up with all the episodes. I mean, it's what, an episode's an hour, right? So 100 hours, 100 episodes. So we thought like $100 okay. would be like, you know, a dollar an hour. Great. You know, we thought that was good. And then Ryan was like, we should print it on like a big check. That would be awesome. And then we found out how much those cost. Yes. Definitely so, more than the hundred. Yeah. And then, and then I went to Brian and Brian kind of, you know, went with Kim and they looked through the couch cushions. And so this is a hundred dollars in dimes. <laughs> it, weighs, it weighs 5.5 pounds. We've, we've weighed it. So I'm going to have to use this to pay the uh, weight but fee on my baggage going back home. You can be <laughs> thankful because we actually figured out that pennies, it's 55 pounds, which is technically under check baggage, so you could bring it back to just the pen, Just the pennies? Yeah. But, <laughs> wow, but this guys, is, thanks. This is really special. You're you're welcome. Welcome. Big hand for Big Johnson. Dimes. <laughs> well, we're wow. glad you're here. Let's slide into the next segment of the podcast that we call Anatomy. Anatomy is brought to you by our friends at Hollyland Technology. If you're still using wired intercom for your team's communication, uh, or maybe you're just hesitant to invest in overpriced wireless intercom systems, if that's you, check out Hollyland Wireless Any Intercom. It's reliable, affordable, and super easy to use, and don't miss the chance to save $800 uh, on the Hollyland Solidcom M1. You can email sales at fivewordsmedia.com to get started. Uh, okay, so who in the room, show of hands, you are happy with how your, how your live stream sounds? There's, literally, there's less For than 10. For those who are listening, not less a good show 10, of hands. And lots of people are like, eh, so, so. It's like okay. three solid. So the, it's a well that we've gone to a few times, but <laughs> we... Uh, it we never runs dry. <laughs> right. We jumped on the, uh, the, emotional, uh, the, dam the emotional damage meme of uh, somebody listening to the... To their voice on the live stream. Yes. So yes, we did. Tell us where that came from. Jen made that meme. I did. Tell us where that came from. I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. With the uh, anatomy segment here. <laughs> uh, honestly, because I think it's a real thing that, like, let's the 
on by this show of hands, I think that a lot of us um, find our live stream to be <laughs> very emotionally damaging. Don't listen to it on a Monday morning. I highly, 10 out of 10, do not recommend that. So, I mean, if we, we always say that, like, with what we do is we make memes because we want to use humor to bridge conversations that are real. You know, some of the memes, you know, don't always do that. But a lot of our memes do address something that's very real. And I think a lot of us feel pretty dissatisfied with how our live stream sounds, how we sound on it. I don't know about anyone else, but when, when COVID hit and that first weekend, everybody had to you know, live stream or put your services up and it was just an absolute disaster. I literally had like a crisis when I heard that first stream. It was like, I went to a vocal coach. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be singing, should I? Just tell me, just tell me. Because according to my live stream, I shouldn't be doing this. I don't, I've made it 20 years. So it's a very, very real thing. It's a very real thing. Yeah. So how many of you... Uh your live stream audio comes straight from your house board. Anybody in here? A few people. How many of you have a dedicated, like, this person mixes for online? Okay, lots of you. Yeah. Excellent. What do you have at Maryland? You got, you got all kinds of... I have people that do the, the stuff. <laughs> nice. Wow, Scott. <laughs> and then I yell when it doesn't sound good. <laughs> I don't, but we struggle with... I, I don't, this, can we move on? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So t well, let's talk about the response. The response to this one was slightly less converse, uh, controversial than it the was, last yeah. anatomy yeah. segment. Yeah, most people really resonated. Most people were like, yep. Yep, yeah, that's how it is. Here's the thing. Uh, I mean, you do, we do occasionally get those snarky ones in there. That's like, well, that's why you need to know how to sing. Get out of here. You know, it's like... <laughs> Uh, you know, but there is an element to, um, yes, we want to bring excellence. We need to have an element of talent. There needs to be some ability there, but there is a very real factor of somebody knowing how to mix vocals. And I think in a lot of our churches, we're working with volunteers. I mean, out of everybody that raised their hand saying you've got somebody mixing a separate board, is anybody pray, paid like professionally to do that? Or are you guys using volunteers? We're using volunteers at my church. And so it, it can be challenging because it's great to have volunteers partner, but again, they haven't gone to sound engineering school. And so, and everybody has their own perceptions of what sounds good and their own preferences. And so there's a lot of challenges that kind of make this issue a real issue. Yeah. Oh, it's real. So what would you say to comfort people? Scott obviously has nothing to add because he can't relate. So. Yeah, no, we, we, um, yeah. Well, how would you, how did you answer that question? Man, Brian? comfort. I, Brian's like, just sound better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Work a little harder. I'm kidding. I would say, you know, you're not alone. That's, first of all, we're all, we're all kind of in this boat. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I would, I'm grateful for people like Daniel and the guys at Five Words who can help us figure out how to, solutions for stuff like that. Um, man, I, I would, I would keep chasing it. I mean, don't just settle. Right. Uh, this is what it is. I mean, keep getting after it, right? Keep getting after it. But I would also say, don't let it completely damage you. Yeah, man. You know, it, it, we're not doing this. And yes, there's always going to be critics. There's always going to be people. We're always going to be probably our own worst critic. We have to remember, what are we doing this for? Mm. And, yeah. and yes, the Lord loves excellence and the Lord loves us giving our best, but he's also looking at our hearts and it can be very easy to cross into a realm yeah. of making worship all about how we sounded, how we performed, how we looked on the live stream. And when we make it about us, it's no longer about him. It's no longer That's about said. him. So yeah, we just said. had the filter of, uh, of distraction, you know, because all of us are like, it comes to a point where it's like, that's so distracting. It's taken away from everything. So that's the hard thing of like, right. do you ever get to the point where you're like, I think it might be better if we don't put out anything, mm. not being mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, the, that's the real hard wrestle mm. with stuff. Yeah. Amen, 
Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, ladies and gentlemen, that is anatomy. Hey, I'm kind of feeling, uh, if we could just have a, just, a, just a moment, like we just need to kind of take a deep breath and exhale. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I just feel in my soul like we need to go into, uh, talk a little bit about prayer concerns. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most popular segment of the podcast, Prayer Concerns. <laughs> hey, keep that hand going for our friends at Five Words Media, the PBF. Yes! So, Prayer Concerns is brought to you by Five Words Media, the amazing people that brought you Free Church AV. And by the way, how amazing is that? Over $700,000 worth of gear over the last couple of years. Gratis. It's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible, man. Uh, Five Words is the official AVL integrator for Worship Leader Probs. If your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. Uh, they are the best, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Uh, you can consider them as an extension of your church production team. Uh, as they focus on the five words that clients experience with every project, see, hear, feel, design, and build. And build. You can click the link in our bio uh, and then the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So prayer concerns. I, uh, I thought this would last a month and then people would stop sending them in. Well, this is episode 196 and we're still going strong. So uh, Sometimes we do OG prayer concerns, just the roast from your congregation. Sometimes we do ridiculous declines where you get that person on your team who thinks they're a comedian and they like to send you ridiculous... Re you got... Uh, what was the... We shared one of... The anime-themed rodeo... Vacation. Vacation. That's right. Yeah, anime-themed rodeo vacation. Uh, or unusual song requests. This one was a, actually an experience from my life where someone requested... Uh, circle of Life from The Lion King. <laughs> Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So send yours in, whatever, the, whatever one of those categories they fit into. Send those in, and uh, you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the Prayer Concerns tab, and send yours in. Never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. Prayer Concern number one. A few months into a new ministry, I had a Sunday morning with lingering COVID cough slash bronchitis. It actually went well, and I only coughed a few times, but Monday morning, my pastor comes in and between major coughing bouts, asked if I'd ever thought about getting singing lessons. That's hurtful, right? You would never do that. Scott, as a pastor, I'm going to ask you why. <laughs> sorry. What? That was, was that me? I don't think I remember doing that. That was not for That's, me. That was not. That's okay. Thank wow. you. <laughs> that was not from your church. That was not from your church. Pretty brutal, though. That is brutal. Pretty rough. That is, Pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. All right, number two, prayer concern number two. For reference, I was wearing a flat-brimmed hat. Hats, those are very popular. Uh, <laughs> Did you just say hats? Those are very popular? Well, I mean, is that what you just said? Hats. Hats. I mean, those the, are very hats. popular. Well, people Can we get a T-shirt with that? People commenting. Can we do that? Hats. Those are very popular. Quote him. Brian Tabor. Brian Tabor. Hats. <laughs> you guys are jerks. You guys are jerks. Um, okay. 
So I was wearing a flat-brimmed hat. I got a message after service that said, worship was excellent today, by the way, uh, but my husband said you look like a Jewish rabbi. Be blessed. <laughs> what? Yeah. I love the be blessed at the end. That's what you can... You can, like, like, you can couch anything if you tag it with be blessed, right? <laughs> right. Good Lord. Come on, fam. Uh, okay, number three, prayer concern number three. <laughs> Apparently, it is now a part of my responsibility as the worship pastor to oversee when congregants have headaches. <laughs> we, got this, we got this on a connection card in person this week, and it said, music, people speaking, and videos are all too loud. It's hard to listen and worship when you have a headache. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, So family. they want like a supply of Tylenol back, back at the tech booth or something? Uh, yeah. Next yeah, to the earplugs. The earplugs and Tylenol. Aprons. Some water. Maybe a Gosh. salvation booklet. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in an area where marijuana is legal, how does that, is that coming? I mean, I'm just wondering if it's going to do the whole buffet. Me- medicinal use. Like it's so, a whole. What did you say? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> We've left the tracks, man. A, We're off the tracks <laughs> I want the record to show that that was Scott. It was not me. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm just. I'm so, not saying you should. Right. I'm just saying. So side sidebar. <laughs> side sidebar. Quick sidebar. Quick sidebar. So we get a lot of these, and there there are some that we can't use, and we did get one about about marijuana recently. Really. Some uh, an older team member was saying they thought rehearsals would. Go go better if they oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. hand to heaven. That's a true story. Not, so I guess little I did inspiration break. Right, right. <laughs> I guess I did technically use it. I said I wouldn't use it. You just did, yeah. You just yeah. did. Okay, that so, was a bonus. That was bonus. a bonus prayer. Bonus prayer concern. Okay, all right. Number four prayer concern. Number four. I don't read the comment cards, but prayer time in children's ministry is when you hear all the family secrets, right? And that is from here at the conference. Uh, okay, this is the last one, which is the bottom of the bottom of the pudding cup. This is from here at Experience Conference as well, and it says, um, this was submitted during a Christmas Eve service, and it says, your rendition of Little Drummer Boy was an abomination to the baby Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I, just, I just talked to Jesus, and that's what he said. Yeah. That's how it is, right? Wow. I got a text. got a text. An abomination right? to baby Jesus. <laughs> abomination. That song is an abomination to Christmas. I'm just yeah. saying. It is, is it not the worst song on the planet? Oh. Thank you. Sidebar, as Christmas somebody who's Jesus had children... The last thing you want when you have a newborn is some drummer coming up and right there. I mean, really? It's in the Bible. <laughs> hey. Chapter and verse. <laughs> Chapter give and verse, it, please. Give it to us one more time. What was the drumming sound? <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So that's prayer concerns, guys. Thank you. <laughs> so good. So good. Thanks for sending those in. Keep them coming. Uh, We're grateful for you. So let's uh, slide into the next segment of the podcast that we call Sliding into the DMs. And we're going to take live questions today. So we're pumped for that. Uh, Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics for over 40 years. 
Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Uh, Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Uh, Marshall is well known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. I feel smarter <laughs> just having read that. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. A lot, of, a lot of item numbers and... Right? A lot of... I sound great from here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so in a second, we want to take some questions for you. We have... Uh, we have one that's going to get us started, just to get you thinking. Um, and this came from somebody on Instagram, and the question that they wrote was, discipleship, we have a few leaders, but no one else wanting to be trained up. Mm. Big. Yonce. I didn't hear the question in it, but. Ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Smale. I have a lot to say about discipleship. I think what they're, they're saying is there's a need for discipleship in the team. There's not enough people interested in it is, I think, what I'm hearing be said. Uh, so discipleship is crucial. If, in case anybody missed it, it's not something that's meant for special people. Discipleship is part of our Great Commission. So I would just challenge and encourage you with your teams at home. Discipleship should be an utmost priority in your ministries. We all need to be doing that. M my guess would be... You have to model something a lot of times. You have to communicate the value, and my guess would be that there's a little bit of a gap in that in the team, that there isn't enough of an emphasis on this is the importance of discipleship and mentorship and growing in our faith and growing in our understanding of the word. And so I would say that maybe if you're that person and there's, there's not enough interest, and it's probably from younger leaders, maybe would be my guess. A lot of the younger leaders, they need to know the why. You know, some of us that are older have been along in ministry, you know, for many, many years. We just did things because we were, you know, that's what we do. You're supposed to do that. You do it. But that's not how some of the younger generation works. They need to know the why. And honestly, if you give people a why, that's a way to cast vision and it helps them understand the importance more. So I would say to explain, this is part of our vision as a ministry. This is why discipleship is important. This is why we're going to prioritize it. Um, and then you could take it a step further and even, you know, make steps to like, hey, this is something we're all going to do together as a team. And you can start small. Hey, before rehearsal, we're going to take 10 minutes. We're going to take a chapter, a verse, something. You can start small. It doesn't have to be this giant leap into some, you know, 85-week course that takes three hours a week. You can start small, take steps, and really begin to shift the culture in your team. Um, and I just kind of believe that the more we go to the Word, the more hungry we're going to be for it. So I kind of am like, let's get our team hungry for the word. Let's let them see the fruit of, you know, knowing the Lord better in their lives. And that's how you kind of shift the culture. Fantastic. Fantastic. Man, this Scott, is near and dear to your... So you're on leader... Is it about leadership or discipleship or both? Discipleship. Okay. But trying to develop their team in terms of discipleship. Yeah, I think one thing is you get what you celebrate, you know, so you want to make sure you're celebrating discipleship. And then, um, you know, you kind of have to chum the waters a little bit. I think like you know, a lot of people like I want to be close to Jesus, but I'm not sure how to do that. And so it may just be, you know, bringing some people along saying, hey, we're going to journey on this together for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, here's what I do. 
Uh, like life journaling is a big deal for stuff that we do. So teaching some people how to do that, but then circling back around, you know, on that, how's it going with you checking in, you know, not just checking boxes, but it's that we, we often, I think as leaders, we assume, right? We just, you know, you know what happens when you assume, but like, I, I just, I, I really, I, I think they're doing their stuff, whatever, but it's like that, we need to continue not cultivating, part of cultivating is talking about that and setting levels of expectation. Mm, mm. You know, it's part of the game. So good. I think as leaders, oftentimes we, we have lots of conversations about a subject, but those are with different people, you know? So uh, maybe we've had that conversation 15 times that week, but the volunteer, you know, who's sitting in front of you, they've not had it at all this week. So just reminding ourselves that we got to keep, and I love that, keep the why uh, in front of our people all the time. Yeah, really good. Um, okay. We have the world's greatest mic runner, the world's most overqualified mic runner. I can handle this. <laughs> yeah, so who's got a question for Jen? Okay, great. Great. Great job with that mic. Yes, that's good. Uh, I am Baby Cheeks 34. Okay. It's good to meet you. But, <laughs> but my, my real name is Baby Cheeks 37. Okay. <laughs> All right, don't edit me out of the podcast. I have an actual question for you. So uh, some of our senior saints have said that the, quote, live broadcasting is keeping some people from coming into the church, despite the fact that we have people who are shut-ins, people who live out of town, et cetera, et cetera. So what can I say to perhaps um, ease the tension, if there is any, in that, in that regard? So I think, the, uh, I think we're all still learning on the online train, right? Uh, we came into COVID and we're like, I remember with our congregation, we're like, guys, we had the biggest Easter ever online. It was amazing, <laughs> right? And it was. Um, I, I, think, I think I would say, yeah, you're right. There are some, there are some that, that, won't, that won't come. I don't know if it's the fault of the live stream. I'm not sure that I'm going to answer your question. Let me give you some observations just from, from my perch. A couple things. One, uh, I think you have to determine... Uh, who your online, you have to define your online group. Is it a landing point or is it an entrance ramp, right? Uh, is, it a, is it a campus? And I have good friends that would say it is a separate campus. Um, that's not the true, true for us. I don't feel like you can do online and, and still do everything in the church. There's something about fellowship together, church discipline, sacraments, and that at the same time, you can have people who are online and are more involved than the people that just come in and sit down and don't do anything in the building. So I get that. Uh, when we came through all the stuff, probably like a lot of churches, um, there are a lot of people I was sitting down with, uh, with a mentor of mine. I'm like, man, I got X amount of people in the wind from COVID, right? And he just looked at me and he's like, they're not coming back. It's been two years. They're not coming back. Uh, and I had to wrestle with that. And, and I think there's some people that we just really never had anyway, you know, so there's that. Um, but it's still, we, we still do very strong because I would say we're going to keep it. You know, it's not, I don't think you're going to get to heaven and the Lord's going to be like, man, you drove people away with that online business. <laughs> right now, interestingly enough, I was, I think it was a podcast from Erwin McManus and they came and asked him, uh, Hey, where can I find the, the podcast or the, the live stream from Sunday? And uh, he's like, you can't, 
He's like, no, no, the songs and then the sermon they did. He's like, you can't find it. If you want it, you got to come get it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? I just don't, maybe it works in his context. I'm not sure it works in, in, in all of them, but um, I think I would say, I would say to her, uh, yeah, for some people it might be, but I don't know how to say this nicer. Like, it's not our fault. You know, there's a personal responsibility side that comes on that. And it is a front door. How many, how many, before you visit a place, most of the time you're going to hit a website and you're going to go check that out. So it is the front door. And so I would just kind of maybe explain kind of the, the purpose and mission and go like, yeah. And we're, I think we're all still trying to figure it out also. Yeah. So, you know, every church is having this conversation. This is who we were. This is kind of who we became during. Right. Right. This is who we are now. And it, in all, many cases, it's a very different, three very distinct groups. And so wrestling with that, you know, I, 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 you know, so I'm off of church staff now. Kim and I are, we're picking a church for the first time in 27 years. And it's so weird. Uh, you know, just as you can imagine, sitting together in a church service is weird, right? But we're watching live streams all the time. What do we think? What do we, it, does, it, it can create a little bit of a consumer mindset. Um, but, you know, what, do you, what are you guys wrestling? How are you wrestling with this out in the desert? You don't want to know my thoughts on this. Okay. Uh-oh. Because I'm not going to be nearly as gracious as you two. Okay. So. All right. That's true. Let's Almost connect anything. later. <laughs> you seriously want to know what I think? Oh, gosh, you guys. Okay, let me package this. Um, so, again, I like what they've said because they've kind of given a why. Again, a lot of times people need to understand the why. Um, but here's... I would almost want to lovingly and graciously challenge that saint. It is easy to sit back and be critical. It is easy to criticize. It takes strength and courage and faith and trust in the Lord to champion something. And so what I would be tempted to say to people that are sitting back criticizing people who might be sitting at home watching a live stream, whether or not they have legitimate fears and medical issues, or they're just doing it because they're lazy or whatever they're, whatever the reason might be, instead of sitting back and criticizing and going, they're just being consumers, you know, let's pray and let's go, you know what, God, you can reach a heart through any technology. Okay. So technology is actually incredible tool. So let's instead pray and champion the church and kind of go, okay, God, move in their life, meet them on their couch, stir in their soul, and maybe bring them out of whatever is going on. Heal their body, touch their hearts, do whatever you need to do, but God can, God can still use it. We can all sit back all day long and criticize everybody. We can criticize the heck out of everything. It's a stronger person who can champion. So good. I didn't really like the way you did that. I was <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. You can write it down totally on a comment card. Totally kidding. How about... <laughs> nice, nice. How about one more? We got one more. Dodger fan. Oh, we got two more. We'll, we'll, we'll try to hit both of them. Hey, guys. Hey. Y'all are the best. Um, so I'm... At, at my church, I'm in a really unique time. I'm a baby in vocational ministry. I've only been on staff for like... It'll be three years in a couple of weeks. Um, but I've been the student minister at my church uh, for the last two years. So I'm ancient in student ministry because nobody lasts more than a year, basically. Uh, but the whole time I've been serving on our worship team at our church. Um, the church is going great. It's exploding. It's booming. It's a really good situation. But um, there's two very different passions in my life. And what I'm, what I'm finding is that um, as I do both students in worship now, because our, our worship guy, he had to go on. He just, some different life things happened um, after Easter. 
I've stepped into that role as well. Um, and it's think, but I love both of them, but I know I can't do both forever. Um, and I've got support. It's not a burnout issue. I've got a student ministry associate. We've got a worship assistant. Like there's the help there, but it's like, how do you, what are some indicators for you guys if you've gone through your, you know, big trans, you just, you know, left full-time going into mm-hmm. this new season. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you haven't been a lead pastor forever in worship ministry. Like how do you, what are some indicators for you as far as which passions are your calling and which passions are just passions? Yeah, Scott Long. That's probably good for Scott. Scott Long, you were a worship leader. You started as a worship leader, though, didn't you? Yeah, fish in the yeah, sand. So I had to thank you. Um, yeah, so I had to wrestle through that because I was um, I was a worship leader and um, felt a bit of a call to teaching, and really enjoyed both. Um, so this was just my journey. What I found out with having with having my foot in both. I could only, I, I couldn't do either one really excellently. Um, and so I think there's something about a focus on that. And I wrestled around with it for a lot of years because I really did love each one. Um, but a couple of things I did, I listened to the feedback of other people um, that were telling me the truth, okay? Um, not that we're just trying to be nice, but they were telling me the truth. And then the big thing for me, I'm, I'm huge on ROI, return on investment. And so I look at, I have a personal mission life statement. Okay, um, and it aligns with the Great Commission, and so I had to look at uh, my how how can I help people take a step closer to Christ? I have a certain number on that for my life, my personal statement, and so and I had to say if I do this, I think I can be more effective in helping people come come closer to Christ than I can over here. That doesn't mean that I, I and I thought I was pretty I was decent. I could hold my own, right, uh, in both arenas. But I knew if I went this way, and so. I just, I leaned into this because I felt like for me, I could have that better return on investment. And so I, I think that in your life too, and a whole ton of prayer, you know, like, okay, Lord, like, like, what is it? Where, where are you going to go with me? You got to, it, it's a great place to be that the Lord has given you those, those kind of gifts, but I would listen to other people. And then I would, I would lay, lay that ROI. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Dodger fan. This is, goes against everything in the core of my being, but... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hi. Uh, um, so I'm the worship leader at my church, and uh, I'll admit I'm on the younger side of things when it comes to many worship leaders these days. Um, but one of the biggest problems that I'm le- dealing with right now is that I have a lot of older gentlemen and people in my worship team that I don't think see me as the leader, even though I've been given the position. And um, one of the biggest struggles that I've had is egos. Where I'm, where I'm telling them, hey guys, we need to. We're trying to modernize. We're trying to. We just did a whole big project where we implemented a whole in-ear monitor system, where we incorporated tracks to our to our regular worship. So all the younger folks on the team are ecstatic. Meanwhile, I got like five or six uh, worship people who are not at all, and I'm, you know, they want to play, and I'm trying to be, you know, gracious and understanding, but at the same time. There's a lot of pushback and a lot of ego and a lot of, well, I didn't used to do it that way. So why are we doing that way now? <laughs> so I, I guess my question is how, how, if you were in my shoes, you know, kind of trying to be in the leadership position, but at the same time knowing full well that they have far more experience than I do because they've been playing for years, how do you traverse that? Man, I can jump in on that first and then you guys can, you know. Uh, so I would say as graciously as possible, until you find out that's, that doesn't work. And maybe it does work, but if it doesn't, straightforward, one-on-one, 
heartfelt question, you know, heartfelt conversation. Um, uh, I was in a ministry assignment and uh, core volunteer, man, core volunteer on the team. I got there. I found out he had actually applied for the role. And so in a similar way, it was, we didn't, we haven't done it that way for a long time. And we, our system was working real good. You don't need to come in here and, and mess things up. Just had a one-on-one with him. I said, man, love you, value you. We are a better team with you than we are without you. Someday, maybe God calls you to, you know, sit at this desk or at this desk in some other congregation. Um, Right now, God has me here. And so he's kind of charged me with the responsibility of leading it. We're a better team with you than we are without you. And everything we're doing, uh, we're pointing to the why. You know, this is why, this is why, this is why. Um, I hope you can get on board with that. If not, let me walk with you and find another place for you to serve. That's, and I think you can, you can do that in a very uh, pastoral way. That's, that, that's one of the most pastoral things we could do is helping people f- to find the place where God has called them to serve and give back. Yeah, I agree with that. Because here's the thing is stuff like that can disrupt the unity in your team. It really has a way of working its, working its way in. And if you look in Psalms, I think it's Psalm 133 where it talks about um, how good it is when brethren dwell together in unity. And it talks about there being the anointing. And where there's unity, there's anointing, and that's where God commands blessing. And so obviously we give people grace, but I would just to add the importance because I think that's a fantastic approach. You know, it sounds like you've tried kind of the around about and it might be time for some direct conversations. And so part of the why is unity. We want unity more than anything because we want the anointing of God on this. And if we don't have the anointing of God on this, this is nothing more than a concert. What are we doing? You know, and that's just such a good way to put the why in front of people and to hopefully help them to get on board. And if they won't get on board, like Brian said, you graciously help them find another spot. And, and, uh, you know, again, it doesn't have to be a period. Somebody said that to me once when I was younger. Let's make this a comma, not a period. Um, and maybe it is, let's, let's let you try this for a while. And uh, the door's always open for you to come back. Um, in, in my specific situation, the day after I had that conversation with this, this gentleman, knock on my door, uh, he apologized. I never heard another word about it. Uh, and, and so, you know, God was very good to us in that in that setting, but I, I, yeah, I would encourage you, man, in a very kind, gracious, but firm way that communicates vision, direction, and that why, step into your leadership, man. Good? Guys, thank you so much for being a part of episode 196. Give yourselves a hand for being... Hey, that's right. And remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and do us a huge favor. If you would right now, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating with a really nice review. Why? Because it's a huge help in us spreading the word about the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for following us on all of the socials, for interacting, for sending us DMs, for dropping comments, and for sharing the content. Man, the, uh, the account is booming because of you. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and even over in the cesspool that is Twitter by searching the hashtag. Does anybody use Twitter anymore? 
Hashtag worship leader props. We're over there, you guys, okay? <laughs> We're mixing it up. Hey, huge hand for our friends at Maven Media Productions. Give them a shout out. The best. They're the best. You, you see them flying around here all week, capturing images and video, and they're doing that for us. Um, maybe, maybe you uh, started a business or your church needs help with online uh, presence, social media strategies, all that. Maven, they do all of that. So please consider them. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They are just the best people uh, in the world. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for being a part of 196. Until next time, deuces. Arrivederci. Smell you later. Ha, 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 ha.